how to have more fun with your scent detection while you're training at home. This episode is for you if you want to make sure that you are not boring your dog with scent detection while training at home. So right now we're doing a lot of at-home training with everything going on with COVID-19. We're not getting to classes and we can't safely get out to many locations to train our dogs but there's plenty you can do at home, and that's what these first few episodes are about, is to help you and make sure you're having a great time with your dog, even while stuck inside or stuck at home. This is MJ's Pet Training Academy Talk with me, Melissa Vieira, or MJ. If you're doing any kind of scent detection, so that might be just for fun or competition or whatever it might be, If you're doing scent detection, you know how important it is to make sure that your dog is enthusiastic about working and training. So if your dog does not find this game fun, they don't want to search or they're just not interested, then you are going to have major problems in your training. So you want to make sure your dog is always having fun. Don't get stuck in the pattern while training at home of doing the same thing over and over again. There's a huge difference between practicing something because you need to improve on an area or because you want to reinforce an area. So if there's something that you and your dog are good at and you practice it together, that's going to really reinforce that, that you do that well together. Normally, we work on practicing skills that we need to improve as well. So there's those things, there's practice to improve skills or just because you enjoy doing it and you want to just reinforce that and have fun with it. But if you are doing the same thing every single day, every training session, you're just doing the same skills over and over, you and your dog will soon be bored. These things are just super simple, but these are just some ideas to give you um, in order to help with your scent detection training at home. Again, you might be doing this for fun or you might be doing it at a competitive level. Those of you who train scent detection for competition reasons, you're going to have your own way of training, your own program to follow based on your organization. So you might differ in the way you train or the way you do things. These ideas are more for Training for fun, it doesn't really matter what your target odor is. Uh, So whatever you're using, every organization is different and you might have a different target odor than what I use. That doesn't really matter. Um, So these are just to give you ideas to have fun with your training no matter what you're doing with your dog. Scent detection and having more fun while doing scent detection at home. This is normally one of those things that we take on the road when we're having classes for this we do field trips and we do a lot of different things so this is something that we like to train outside of even our training academy never mind outside of our home so we have to get a little bit creative right now the first thing i'm going to give you is something i like to do and i like to listen to music while i train So I like to just listen to some music and have fun training. Your dog mirrors your emotions. So our dogs are very skilled at reading us. They can read our body language. They know what we're thinking sometimes even before we know. I can't stress that enough because it's just amazing. I see this 
over and over again. Um, it's just this amazing skills that dogs have. Their their ability to read us, their ability to sense where we are, what our emotional state is, um, our body language, what we're saying. A lot of training mistakes are made this way. So we think we're saying one thing verbally, like we have trained a cue, um, maybe just we'll use down, super simple. So we've trained the word down and we think down means lay down, but we were doing something else with our body, something so small that even we don't notice it or the person standing next to us doesn't notice it, but we're doing something else with our body and that actually is what the dog thinks is the cue for down. So then when we go to a different place or we're training in front of people, and our body language is different because when you train by yourself in your living room versus when you're training in class or at a trial or on camera, your body language is going to change. So there's going to be slight changes. So then we ask for that down and something has changed. Our dog notices it and down no longer means lay down because we didn't do what we normally do with our body when we ask for it, that little tiny, tiny thing that our dog has picked up on. Now, that's just an example. Our dogs are just, they're very skilled at reading us and they're very skilled at knowing where we're at emotionally too. So if you go into your scent practice, you're going to play some scent games with your dog and you are just feeling kind of bored with it or maybe, maybe not even bored. Maybe you're just a little bit down and you don't even notice you've been stuck inside for a little bit now and maybe you're just feeling a little bit a little less energized a little bit down not as enthusiastic about the training you're being so repetitive that you're just getting bored even if you don't think you're bored you're just you are not feeling as enthusiastic about it as you normally would or you're stressed out about everything else going on and you're bringing that into the training session. So you're bringing things from the outside world, from your personal life, from work. You're bringing all of that stuff into the training session. Your dog will notice. Even if you think you're super skilled at hiding your emotions or whatever else is going on and you're able to leave it outside of your training sessions, your dog will probably still notice. Your dog is very skilled at reading you and knowing where you're at and what, what's up. So your dog will definitely know. Um, one thing you can do is use music. So music is a great way to change our mood and just kind of bring a different attitude into the training session. If you want to make sure that you're having really upbeat sessions with your dog in scent detection, Every once in a while, include music in that. So make a playlist, whatever you like, however you like to put your music into one place and have your training playlist. And make sure those songs include songs that are about things like positivity and strength and just fun things, whatever it might be. Maybe an old song that you don't get to hear much anymore or a song from a show that you really like. Sometimes we can relate a song to like a, a really cool scene in an action movie or like um, a video game promo or just something that makes us feel good. So pick songs that 
make you feel good, they make you feel positive, and they are going to help you bring a very positive attitude into your scent detection practice sessions. Listening to that music, you will feel much more relaxed and you'll just feel really good about training and your dog will notice that. And again, your dog is going to mirror what you do. So if you are feeling good about training, your dog is going to be more likely to feel good about it too. Another thing you can do is change location and items. Okay, so I know we can't get out right now and physically change locations, but have you used every single room in your house to plant hides for your dog? Scent detection is really a great activity to be creative because you can place hides anywhere. You can use closets, you can place hides up high, down low, outside, inside, anywhere. So get very creative. If you are stuck and you're finding yourself doing the same routine every day, like, all right, I set up a few hides in my living room and send my dog to search and that's it. I do the same thing in a couple days for our next session. So if you're stuck, what you can do is sit down. I, I love this. I love writing things down for, for anything. Whenever I'm stuck or whenever I need a new training plan or to solve problems, sometimes just you, you write it down and it's going to help. So make a list. Make a list of all the places you typically train your scent detection. Where do you put hides? How far are they off the ground? And then walk around your house. Okay, can I use this room? Can I use what items are in this room? Can I use this coffee table? How can I use it differently each day? Can I turn it upside down and so it looks like something different for my dog? So just start to kind of write things down. Go through each room and write down what you have not used. Uh, what haven't you used in each room? What, what, which rooms have you not practiced in? And how can you begin to utilize those spaces? So scent detection can be done anywhere right? You can do these games with your dog anywhere. Get creative, change location, change items. Even if you can't go out and get new containers for your scent work or new things to to put hides in for your scent work, I'm sure you have plenty of things in your home. Pull out luggage, suitcase, boxes. Um, I'm sure you have some kind of containers that you can use that you haven't used in a while. There are so many different things you can just pull out to use for scent detection and it'll just be different. If you keep changing it, then it's going to be different each time for your dog and that's good for you too because you're seeing a different environment every time you go to train. It's not just the same routine over again. So music, change up your rooms, your items, your location, make little changes within your training. Now, the very last thing that I want to give you before we part ways and end this episode for the day is distractions. How much do I talk about distractions? I think and everything I post, like every video, every blog post, everything, I somehow end up mentioning distractions. Or if I don't mention it, I think about mentioning it, mentioning it and I don't because then my post ends up being really long or my talk ends up being really long. But distractions are so important. They're included in every part of training and it's fun to train with distractions. Distractions are the number one complaint 
we hear about, right? So if you're working on training your dog, some real life skill, you train it at home, no problem. Then you go outside and a squirrel runs by or another person with a dog comes by, your dog gets distracted and you can't get your dog to listen. Super frustrating, but you can turn that around. So you can make that distraction the, the fun part about training. You can make proofing the fun part about training. How cool is it when you can go through a list of every distraction that you can think of and when I make my bonus skills on the MJ's Pet Training Academy.com under the skills challenge, I have to update those soon. But we have some bonus skills every once in a while, and that's just to give you ideas of things to train. And when I make those, I usually involve distractions. So it's usually about, okay, can your dog lay down? Yeah, of course, that's easy. I can train that in five minutes. My dog knows down, right? But can your dog lay down while chasing a flirt pole and you say the word down will your dog drop into a down while you throw a toy behind your dog's back and you say down will your dog drop into a down so distractions are super fun because you can challenge yourself challenge your training challenge your dog and have fun with distractions now let's bring this to a scent detection level what kind of distractions can you create in your own home with your dog for scent games or scent detection There are so many different things you can do. Now, you have control of the environment. You are the one that's setting up these practice sessions for your dog. So again, it comes down to getting a little bit creative, thinking about different things. Write it down if you find that easier or just start training, but figure out different ways you can add distractions to challenge your training and challenge your dog. Always do this wisely. You don't want to set your dog up to fail, but if you find something is really hard and your dog can't do it yet, then you know what to work on. So then you know you can break that down and work on that. A few examples. If you set out your target odor, so whatever that is, you put it on a Q-tip or however you train and you set that out and then you put a slice of bread with peanut butter on a plate on the floor and then you give your dog their search cue it's time to work we're gonna search I tell my dogs explore will your dog walk past that food to go to your target odor or will your dog say I smell my target odor but I don't really care about that because there's a piece of bread with peanut butter on it on the floor and I'd rather have that So can your dog find their searches even when there's food distractions? What about when your dog has to navigate through something? So what if the odor is somewhere where your dog can't pinpoint it, can't put their nose right to it? How how would your dog handle that? So what kind of things can you put in your dog's way and challenge your dog in that way? Now, those of you who do train for competition or competitive levels, again, you'll have your own program for this. So this is more for those of us who are training for enrichment and mostly for fun at home because we're not so much focused on step-by-step of I'm working on high hides this week, I'm working on dirt hides this week or water hides or whatever it might be. So This is just, you're stuck at home, you're training your dog, you want to have more fun, 
And these are just different ideas. So giving your dog some obstacles that they have to get through in order to get through the odor, giving your dog some distractions like food. What about if you're bouncing a ball or squeaking a toy? Those are distractions. If there's a couple of bags that have food in them and then there's your bag that has your target odor in it, is your dog going to go to the target odor and ignore the food? So that's really it for today. Add some music to those training sessions. Change it up. Be a little bit unpredictable. New rooms, new locations, new items and obstacles, and add in some distractions. If you're getting bored, just up that criteria. Like Make it harder, challenge yourself, and use distractions. Of course, there's always the how long you leave your hides out. Is your dog searching for a hide that you just put out or did you leave it out all day and um, that that odor is beginning to not be as strong? Did you just make make up the cube tips that morning or have they been a in a container? So the potency of your target odor is something you can work on as well. But those are the three main just in order to give you something to do. Keep those training sessions fun the music, the, the items, locations, distractions. I hope you're having a lot of fun with your dog. Scent detection is a great way to give your dog an activity indoors or outdoors where your dog can use his or her nose. Dogs love to sniff, so we're giving them a reason to do that. It's a great type of enrichment, so I really enjoy this activity with my own dogs, and I hope you will enjoy it with yours as well. As always, thanks for listening. Get out and play with your dog today.